Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 763. That is, if you read it backwards, Baha, see what I did there. It's episode 367. Did you see what I did there, Luke? Uh, yeah, you did it. You did the thing backwards. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Mm -hmm. I did it backwards. Hi, everybody. Hi, Fro. I should say. See, I did that. Yeah, backwards. because. It, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Jeremy Round, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Do every we should do that at some point. That would be fun, actually. Do a memento episode of the episode. Right. Yeah. We the do the news at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe, maybe we'll do that. It's an idea. Maybe. I don't have a problem yeah. with it, to be honest. Especially if it was like a special episode. If we were doing like episode yeah. uh, 400 or something. That would be fun. Yeah. 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 Let's do it for episode 400. That's a good idea. I have no problem. Write it down. Uh, okay. I will write that down. I'm not writing it down. <laughs> so we will probably forget it. <laughs> so, uh, if it's I a really, that... if it is a really yeah. good idea, we won't forget. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. And if it is a good, if it's a terrible idea, we will forget. That's, yeah. So today I became a grown up. Uh, do you know how I, I became a grown up today? Uh, no, I don't. I had to order electricity for the first time in my life. You had to so, order it? Oh, you had to sign up for it. sign up for electricity. electricity. Okay. Yeah. So, to make a very, very long story uh, extra shorter, uh, the 1st of November, uh, I'm taking over the, the deed for my apartment. Uh, so my dad owned uh, the apartment, uh, and I'm taking over the 1st of November. So I had to order uh, electricity today, uh, so I had it on the 1st of November, so I was 100% sure. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that That's a big step, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I uh, became 43 years old before I had to pay my own electricity bill, but... <laughs> but there you go. Uh, but there you go. Yeah. You know who else is 43? No. I Igor Dechenko. Who? Uh, he's, he's a Russian analyst who worked on the dis discredited dossier linking Donald Trump to Russia from... Is he just 43 years old? The Department of Justice charged Igor Dechenko 43 as part of a probe into the FBI's inquiry. I know that's the craziest <laughs> transition we've probably ever had into the news. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow it worked. <laughs> so, somehow, yeah. I didn't know I, 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 even that he was 43 years old. <laughs> no, I just I had the thing open and I was like, wow, this is the stupidest transition I could possibly do. Let's do it. <laughs> Perfect. 
the yeah. Trump Russia Steele dossier source acquitted of lying to the FBI. A Russian analyst who worked on the discredited dossier linking Donald Trump to Russia has been found not guilty of lying to the FBI. The Department mm-hmm. of Justice did was charging him uh, as part of a probe into the FBI's inquiry on whether Donald Trump colluded with Russia to win the 2016 election. The so-called Steele do- the so-called Steele dossier was used by the FBI to <laughs> obtain surveillance warrants on Trump. Mr. Dechenko was accused of lying to agents about the dossier's sources. Uh, John mm. Durham, who brought the charges, was appointed by Trump in 2019. The Steele dossier was published by BuzzFeed. I don't know. It seems like that there's such credible. That was such a credible newspaper for it to come from for a BuzzFeed. I don't know how anybody thought that it was. Re- it was. Not real, right? BuzzFeed. You mean the same place where you can take a quiz to find out if you're a goldfish or not? Right. Mr. Duchenko <laughs> reportedly worked with ex-British spy Christopher Steele on the dossier. He went on to become a paid informant for the FBI. Mr. Steele, a former British spy, was hired to compile the dossier by Washington-based research firm Fusion GPS, which itself was retained by a law firm on behalf of on behalf of Hillary Clinton, the Democratic candidate, the other Democratic candidate, I should say, in the 2016 election, as well as the DNC, uh, the Dem- Democratic National Committee, right? That all came out in in this trial as well. Uh, previous to this trial, I should say. Hmm. Is it a little funny when I was like uh, I was googling Buzzfeed's biggest lies and and the first like <laughs> the first google thing that comes out is the 25 biggest lies you have been told during your childhood from buzzfeed <laughs> you know very credible buzzfeed uh, that everybody yeah. knew was a credible before 2016 so they must have been credible after right <laughs> Very credible. In 2019, a Mueller invest the Mueller investigation concluded that it could not determine any c- criminal conspiracy between Moscow and the Trump com- campaign. It also f- it found that Russia had interfered in the election in a sweeping and systematic fashion, though. So, mm. yeah, I mean, this is a crazy story uh, about how you know. This this PP tape dossier that has been mm-hmm. spread around for so many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just showing that it's that it was not only is it discredited, none of it was, none of it was ever proven. Like mm-hmm. n- there was no proof for any of it, and yet it was spread around by not only BuzzFeed but much bigger news outlets, say MSNBC, CNN, all these other places spread it as though it was truth for how many years? Since the end of 2016, I want to say. Right. Um, uh, the FBI also offered Brit- the British spy Christopher Steele up to $1 million to prove uh, the truth behind his dossier. The senior FBI mm. analyst revealed... Uh, a senior FBI analyst revealed this during the trial of the... Uh, Igor Dechenko, Christopher Steele could not verify his allegations, uh, therefore the money was never paid out. 
this is more proof that he had no that nobody had any proof that any of the stuff in this doc document was true. They literally were going to pay him a million dollars to prove it was true, and he couldn't. Right? That this is mm. what also came out in this trial. So. Remember when BuzzFeed launched their uh, website for real journalism? Uh, I remember a lot of things about BuzzFeed. So, um, <laughs> didn't the Try Guys come from BuzzFeed? Just saying. Yes, they did. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Not a great track record yeah. there. I'm just saying. Just, just <laughs> recently, I suppose. Yeah, no, that's true. The Steele dossier, a piece of political opposition research written in 2016, contains allegations, some of which are now totally debunked, of criminal cooperation between Trump and the Russian government. The Washington Post describes it as a collection of largely unverified reports. So, I don't mm. want to hear anybody talking about the PP tape anymore, Tron. <laughs> Yeah, Trom. <laughs> Not to single anybody out, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. It it is it is maybe one of those like websites that are made the most fun of. I is BuzzFeed, but it's also in some circles like taken serious. I don't know why. I don't know why. I guess because this specific document. I mean, they weren't taken serious before this, and then all of a sudden people are like, oh, BuzzFeed News, that that's an important mm -hmm. news source because they released the Steele dossier, and it's like mm. they released something that was completely unfounded and fake, and they had no proof for it. So, I don't think that's good journalism. Really? Wow. I, I don't know. I, yeah. Co confirming things is actually part of journalism, <laughs> believe it or not. Not just, wow. not just getting stuff from an FBI source and just running with it. Yeah. I thought making things up was a part of journalism. It is in certain circles, I suppose. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, just ask Alex let's... Jones how that worked out for him, though. It did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be true, I think they're on the same level of trustworthiness, if you ask me. But that's another topic. Uh, Secret Service minimized threats before the January 6th records uh, show. Why did they do that, I may ask? A Secret Service unit responsible for identifying threats repeatedly downplayed advanced warnings of the potential violence on January 6th in 2021. Newly released documents show a lapse that is now part of a House investigation into the attack on the Capitol. The Secret Service um, Division Preparedness and Response to January 6th is laid bare in a nearly 900 pages of emails, internal reports, and threat assessments. The report, the report tells of extremist groups headed to Washington, including some that openly discussed discussed employing violence to overturn the election, but a series of internal memos circulated among agents repeatedly said there is no indication of civil disobedience associated with any of the protests. Hmm. It seems like, uh... What a We said bullshit. that at the time. Remember, we, we literally covered this on the podcast, like, li live, as yeah. live as we can do it, because it's live recorded. Yeah. But... 
Do you remember that video we watched on Twitter with that police officer and he was just kind of yeah. wandering <laughs> yep. away from, like going the opposite direction of the direction the protesters were mm-hmm. going? Not like trying to stop them, but literally like a- avoiding them and walking the opposite direction. And we were like, that seems a little weird, <laughs> right? I also also remember the security guard that opened the gates. I think it was two. The there people. were two. There were two. They were Capitol Police officers, not. Oh yeah, security, that was but. what they were. Yeah, yeah. That's and to remember the Capitol Police officer who also took selfies. Uh, yeah. With uh, the protesters, hmm. It seems like yep. uh, possibly the Secret Service. Not only Secret Service, but it seems like. Some of the police, uh, and what I'm, what we're hearing now is the FBI also, internally, um, were not against the idea of of uh, these pro quote unquote protests at the time. They, I, we even said at the time, during the when we were watching this, we were like, if this was Black Lives Matter protests, there would be oh. thousands of cops outside yeah. right now, and yeah. and yet there's yeah. two guys guarding this gate, right? Yeah, yeah. And it this this you is know, showing why that hap- why that was, and why that happened. Yeah. I think I said during during the recording that uh, if 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 this was Black Lives Matter, we would see like. Uh, uh, people dying all over the. It would be Kent State <laughs> all over again, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, p- people after people, like. But we, what we saw police. was police officers taking selfies with these people, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it, it didn't seem to be taken uh, too serious to say it that way. Either that Say or that why? Yeah, I mean, there's there's been questions as as to whether like okay, maybe they just didn't know it was gonna happen, right? But this <laughs> this intelligence report shows us that they did know it was about to happen. They even had intelligence that showed that there were people yeah. planning on coming there specifically to be violent, and yet they chose yeah. not to guard the Capitol. Does that mean they did that on purpose or like what? Like, um. It just seems strange. It even seems strange at the time because we knew the chance of violence and we're just two podcasters. Like, <laughs> we knew that there was a chance that there would be violence and yet yeah. they weren't prepared for that. And it seems like, hmm, it makes me go, hmm, and my face twists into a circle. <laughs> like the meme. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly like the meme, you know. It's just like it. It baffles me how how people were thinking uh, about security that day. I came to the conclusion a long time ago they didn't. <laughs> or uh, yeah, or they they. What this is saying is that they did think about it and then they went, ah, white people. Yeah. What? These are white Republicans. <laughs> They're not going to do anything. Yeah. If if these were what? if they were if these were people of color of any type, whether they were Muslim or uh, African American or right. or Native American, yeah. anybody else, they would have oh, probably yeah. had thousands of cops there. But these are white Republicans, so it's fine. I mean, Ku Klux Klan did everything anything wrong, did they? Remember when these people literally showed up with a noose and put it outside? <laughs> oh, right. <Okay. laughs> That did happen. So, uh-huh. 
And at that point, uh, even before the like they when they were setting up the noose, that was when maybe you should have been oh, like, yeah. "Hey, should we get more cops?" <laughs> that's when I that's when I personally would have been like, "Hey, this seems like something could go wrong." But I don't know, maybe it's just me. <laughs> yeah, it's just you. Uh, the best headline I have read all fucking week: powerful explosions by Nord Stream leaks. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think we already knew that because the wasn't the, it the Swedish uh, seismic uh, yes. authorities said that there was like si yes. seismic activity that happened, right? Yes. So we knew there was yeah. some kind of explosion, but a pre preliminary investigation of the damage to the two Nord Stream pipelines in a Danish part of the Baltic Sea show that the leaks were caused by quote-unquote powerful explosions said the Copenhagen police on Tuesday. Swedish and Danish authorities are investigating four holes in the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines, which link Russia and Germany via the Baltic Sea. Further investigations into the September 26th ruptures in Denmark's exclu exclusive economic zone will be handled by the Copenhagen police and the country's security and intelligence service. So, I assume that's their, like, CIA... <laughs> Yes, the Danish CIA. The DIA. The DIA. The DIA. I think that's something else, to be honest. Hey, and did you know that it's very dangerous to own drones in Norway right now? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, because of the pipeline explosions, right? Yeah. Which is a weird connection to make, but that is actually what's oh, happening yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, no joke. Uh, uh, I, uh, the airport in Bergen closed down today because of drones. Uh, then there was a drone sighting in the airport in much, much more north. That uh, that airport closed for a little while. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And... And uh, then there have been Russians caught taking photographs illegal with drones on on the border. So yeah, there's a lot of things going on right now in Norway. People are I I I I personally am a little bit scared. I think there's like looks at that you think something is going going on. Yes, I I feel like this is. One part of it. It seems like Russia has very much engaged in 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 Norway, like for especially the last week. It has felt like that. It says here that in Norway, four Russians caught taking photographs illegally. I saw another. I don't know if, yeah. if what you've been. I saw something about six possible. I heard six as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but I think only four have been arrested. I think is what it is. Yes. Okay. For rushing I think two are like under investigation. That's what I heard. Okay. Because uh, yeah. it was a little confusing by some of the articles I read. Because the yeah. there was one I think it was from Reuters or maybe it was BBC that was like six uh, Russian nationals uh, under investigation or something like that. But then when right. you went into it, it was like four Russian nationals arrested, and it was like, why yeah, would you yeah. put that in the headline? <laughs> that makes that so confusing. Um. 
But yeah, four Russian nationals, three men and one woman, have been arrested and held in custody after they were taking pictures of objects that are subject of a ban of photography in Norway. Yeah, so I I checked out that a little, and that is especially like for oil fields uh, and like security around that. So you're not allowed to like uh, have a drone and like, for example, like take it uh, out to sea to to the oil uh, refineries. So it's especially uh, especially there, and it's very illegal. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, uh, isn't it illegal, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but there's, like, laws against taking pictures in America of, like, livestock, like, in certain states, it's, like, illegal okay. to photograph, um... Cows? Well, specifically, uh, animals that are being abused, <laughs> right? Why is that illegal? Uh, let me look it up. Taking pictures... Of live stock, illegal. But yeah, back back to this thing. I, it, yeah, it, it's like uh, there has been a, a heightening in 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 the interests from some Russians. I don't know why, and I don't really need to, uh, care. I guess, but but it seems like Russia itself is more in. Uh, uh, involved with like, like I said, Norwegian oil fields, and I don't really, especially like that. Oh, okay. Security. Sorry. Around that is pretty tight. It was Florida that did it, of course. <laughs> what a shock! <laughs> <laughs> Florida made it. Uh, photographing or taping, taking, taping farms a crime. Uh, this, well, at least this is an article from 2013, so it's a while ago, but. I, re- mm. I just remember that and being like, that seems really, uh, ag-gag laws are, a whis- are anti-whistleblower laws that apply within agriculture industry. Mm, this isn't, if you look up ag-gag on Wikipedia, this is, there's a whole thing about this. Uh, Arkansas, Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, North Carolina, Utah, Australia, and Canada all have ag-gag laws. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it just kind of makes me think of that, like, why is it illegal to take pictures of oil fields? You know. Well, uh, uh, it's the uh, well. Uh, if they're doing something also... wrong, I would want to be taking right. pictures of that. Right. That's my point. So, uh, oil fields. I, I think it's technology that is on oil fields that are like a little like hidden. Right. The company doesn't want to give away their secrets. Right. Right. I I understand that. Um. But if they're, uh, you know, clubbing baby seals at the same time, I want to, I want somebody there with a fo- with a camera. I guess is my point, right. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I don't think Russia cares about the killing of baby seals. No, I, 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 I think this is uh, uh, extenu- extenuating circumstances due to the right. pipeline explosions. But oh, definitely. Inherently, from the beginning, the idea that you're not allowed to photograph oil fields—that's a little sus right. to me. So, so what I was reading, and I have to take this with a huge grain of salt, and right. a little bit more than that, uh, because I read it on on. Uh, oh gosh, what is that social media app that I actually read? Uh, Reddit. 
sorry. <laughs> for all, all, all of a sudden, I forgot the name of Reddit. Of oh, Reddit? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I read on Reddit that one of the things that I am more concerned of is, like, for example, Russia coming with with uh, 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 something that could destroy the technology on on the oil fields and like stop the production of the oil oh no i understand so, i i 100 percent understand it even says here there is heightened security around key energy internet and power infrastructure following yeah. last month's underwater explosion the rupture to gas pipelines right it like mm-hmm. and we covered last week how important norway is to europe right now because you are the key you are the producing the most gas and oil for for that not only that area but that whole the continent right so 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 russia would have their it in their interests uh if norway could like not produce as much as it would do so we are afraid of sabotage from russia Especially nowadays. Well, I, yeah, and, and I I think that's definitely something that needs to be looked at. Um, oh yeah, because like we still don't know who actually bombed these pipelines. Um, right. But that I I still that doesn't take out the uh, the part where I don't trust oil and gas companies. I still don't. <laughs> I still don't no, trust no, no, them. I, right. I don't. I don't trust Shell either, as far as I could throw them. But but it doesn't right. mean that that I'm a little more concerned now than I have been otherwise to to see if Russia want to instigate something. Because if they want to instigate something in Norway, I do think that since we are a part of NATO, all hell could fucking break loose if we could. Like it, it, let, let's say, let's say it's not Russia. Like, let's say it's a Tas Tasbekistan that comes and like destroys uh, Norwegian oil fields. Uh, uh, we, I think, NATO and the United States especially would have another like uh, feather in their hat to like engage with. Uh, yeah, Russia with, uh, for example, like atom bombs and things like that. So, right this week, it was reported that the U.S. government is preparing, uh, for some kind of nuclear fault. I'm seeing articles about nuclear fault. There was an article I saw yesterday in Yahoo. What to do if a nuclear bomb hits your town? And it had like a list of right. It's like, um. You mean die? Because that's what I would do if a nuclear bomb hit my town. I would die. So, um, and that's that's also one of the problems with Norway being so near to Russia. Like we saw that uh, just during Chernobyl, mm-hmm. how much of 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 uh, Finnmark, that is a huge part of Norway, right. that had to lay distant for many many years because there was still like. Uh, poison in like the earth. Nobody like could use it for years and years and years. Like uh, uh, the in in the in, in the industry of like making reindeers had to like move because of of the Chernobyl disaster, and that's Chernobyl. Chernobyl is not that near fucking Norway. But it was like the largest nuclear reactor 
uh, disaster sure. in history. But I think the but thing about this whole the whole thing by like ten. The thing about this whole situation and the reason we will just keep continuing to cover the uh, the pipeline explosion is that this could be the catalyst to something like that, right? Yeah, and also I, I want to follow it um, for my own personal sanity. To be honest, I'm 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 more worried this week than I was last week. But I I, I think it's just uh, that I have seen uh, up up in in engaging with with Norwegian uh, oil fields, and I don't really like that trend. Yeah, it's uh, uh, what do they call it? Something sabotage, where like a country will sabotage another country's uh natural right. resources to gain an advantage, which yeah, I, it's an, a totally a one hundred percent founded fear. I I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gislaine Maxwell, oh, she feels bad for her dear friend Prince Andrew. Don't you feel, feel so bad, bad for, for him? <laughs> I feel so bad for Prince Andrew. <laughs> Jizzy Max has spoken uh, to uh, to a reporter from a U.S. prison cell uh, about how bad she feels for her dear friend Prince Andrew. Oh and in, in a first lengthy interview since her conviction on sex trafficking charges last year, Maxwell said she still cared for the Duke of York, who has been stripped of his royal duties. Uh, over his relationship with Epstein, speaking to an, mm-hmm. an Israeli documentary filmmaker, Maxwell said, "I feel so bad for him. Uh, I I follow what is happening to him." According to the Sun on Sunday, which pub- published the interview, Maxwell looked shaken when told that the prince's lawyers had claimed the pair were never close. She replied, "I accept that his friendship could not survive my conviction. He is paying such a price for the association." I consider him a dear friend, and I care about him. Uh, the remarks will cause uh, embarrassment for Andrew as he has repeatedly tried to distance himself from the socialite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I love him. He's my bestie. And he goes, who? I don't, I, don't, I don't know this. I never met her. What are you talking about? I don't remember that picture. That picture? I don't remember it. 80, we gave him $80 million. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Scary woman scares me. Yeah. <laughs> Stranger danger. Uh, Stranger danger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what the utter clusterfuck. Like, if, if this... Just like Maxwell and like came out and and said like oh I miss my dear friend Fro I think I would shit myself. She also spoke about the infamous picture of Andrew with him and his arm around a seventeen-year-old Virginia Grafray with her in the background. Max Maxwell says she now believed the picture was not a quote unquote true image, having earlier appeared to verify it in an email to her lawyers in two thousand fifteen. That was subsequently leaked. She wrote, "It looks real. I think it is." Uh, from her prison uh, cell in Florida, Maxwell told her interview, "I don't recognize that picture. I don't believe it's a real picture." She then claimed the email apparently authenticating the picture was in fact 
only to confirm that she recognized her own house. I said, it's an image that whatever it is, I recognize that <sighs> it's my house. So she's saying that that's not a real picture from. My house in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope I hope she has it terrible in prison. I'm I'm a little bit sad. She's probably in the rich, rich prison and having the time of her life playing canasta. But right, she's in a very cushy Florida prison. It it, it that is a hundred percent true. Yeah. Hey, of all things, you could throw at a painting. Is soup on the list of things you would throw at a painting? Uh, Andy Warhol. I would throw soup at an Andy Warhol. Oh yeah, painting. <laughs> that, that it might actually, actually make a it good point. Make it work, right? That would work. Yeah, make it sure that it's cans from Cable, though. Campbell's, yeah. Um, Campbell, Campbell soups, yeah. Environmentalist. Are they still around, by the way? Or what? Are Campbell soups still around? Oh my God, yeah. Campbell's is okay. like massive. It's like a c- huge conglomerate. Uh, they're probably okay. owned by somebody else, though. At this point, right? You're probably yeah. Coke Brothers. They're probably owned by Coca Cola, <laughs> actually. <laughs> that was just a poor, pure guess. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even going to look it up. Environmental protesters on Friday threw soup, tomato soup to be specific, at Vincent Van Gogh's sunflower painting at the National Gal- Gallery in Central London. Uh, I have a problem with this already. Uh, can I just say that it was very, very stupid that it was tomato soup because that painting is already pretty red, so it doesn't really show when they were throwing tomato soup. They should have picked something with another color on in it if they really wanted to like. This is have it. this is England. They only have so many kinds of soup there. <laughs> All the people from England. So right. What the fuck is he talking about? They have tomato soup and then they have beans. That's all they have there. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. Uh, <laughs> tomato soup and then tomato beans. That's it. Um... <laughs> London's Metropolis Police said officers arrested the two protesters for criminal damage and aggravated trespassing after they threw a substance all over the painting. Uh, in a tweet, the activist group blamed the current economic turmoil for the climate crisis facing the world uh, on fossil fuels, asking, is art worth more than life? That's a good point. It's a very, very good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Who's going to appreciate the art when everybody's dead? Right. That is also true. Uh, I do think that uh, art galleries and things like that is important, but uh, is it more important than our climate? No. But uh, I do think we need some art. Sure. Yeah, but I think there's art. a there's something to say for uh, what. If we all, if if everybody's dead because of climate change, who's gonna appreciate the art? The aliens that show up in half a half a million years, you know what I mean? Uh, the Scientologists. Uh, the protest group said the painting had an estimated value of eight point eighty four point two million dollars. By the way, so I have a question for you. What, uh, 
That's since the exact, seen, almost the exact amount that Prince, Prince Andrew paid Virginia Grafray, uh, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I have a question for you. They didn't really destroy the painting, did they? I assume that it can be uh, fixed. Unsouped? Unsouped, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, what do you do for a living? I unsoup paintings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you. You know there are like people who professionally like redo paint. Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. and they they deal with paintings that are in much worse condition than some soup. So I know there's people right. that can that can take care of this. It's, it's a little bit sad. It's also one of my f f favorite paintings of Van Gogh. I mean, if they really wanted to destroy something, they could destroy one of the more ugly pictures. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think of any bad Van Gogh. I'm, I mean, he did so many. I'm sure there's some really bad Van Goghs out there. I mean, his his with with his air chop off uh, the self portrait is not that. I like the the style of the face in that painting. Uh, yeah. I, he, I would rather I would rather have to have tomato soup on that. Than <laughs> the, famous, oh, sure. the famous sunflowers, to be honest. Sure. I guess anyway, so. uh, hey, do you know who's stupid? Uh, I know a lot of stupid people, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, your friends with him. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe. Uh, Joe Rogan is uh, pretty stupid. He's uh, on the list. I don't even think if we were to say, "Hey, Joe, you know you're not very smart," that he would disagree with us. That's the <laughs> that's the one of the things. That's that's the sad part. Yeah. Right. But yeah, let uh, let us uh, listen to him fall for one of the most uh, fake stories yet. All right, give me a countdown. In three. Two, one, play. Here's kids. Ready for this? My friend, his wife, is a school teacher. And your friend, his wife. Oh, so third hand story. To install a litter box in the girls' room. Because this there's again. a girl who's a furry this is so who identifies as funny. an animal. And her mother badgered the school until they agreed to put a litter box in one of the stalls. So this girl goes into the litter room, I or to the, people the girl's room. People are so stupid. I know, I know. I don't know if she poops in it. That's pretty gross. <laughs> That's you know what I mean? Like, if you could teach your cat, by the way, here's the thing. If you could teach your cat to use the toilet, He's you so would. fucking mm -hmm. stupid. Okay? I've yeah, seen cats who know how to use the toilet, by the way. It's the worst. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst thing about having cats. You gotta clean that box of piss every day. Yeah. Well, it's the greatest thing about dogs. They go outside. Like, you're, you're a fucking human. The cats got their humans trained. <laughs> Imagine how crazy that is. You're a fucking human being. Tulsi Gabbard, of course, box? is involved in this conversation of all people. <laughs> Rather than use a bathroom yeah. that you could flush the toilet, wipe yourself like a normal person. Like, you're so crazy with uh, what you think an animal is. And that you're so stupid. But you've conned the because school. Because cats naturally, by the way, fucking litter box in a girl's. <sighs> okay, we can pause there. Because cats naturally, in in you know, in nature, use litter boxes. Fro number one, that's part of his argument. That doesn't make any sense. Number two, sanitarily, no 
business and or school and or any type of institution would allow people to pee in a box, let alone a litter box because of sanitary reasons, right? It is such a Republican speaking point. I have heard this story from like hardcore uninformed Republicans before. Well, we've covered this story multiple times on the show. Yeah. This isn't the first time we've talked about this litter box thing. No. Nope. It's been around for a year now, maybe, the, this concept. Oh, plus, minus. You remember the lady that came to the school uh, console and was talking about it? That was, was the first time upset. we covered it. That was the first yeah. time. And then the second time we covered it is when a politician... Uh, picked it up and then spread that same lie right. that was brought by some Facebook mom and then a politician brought it up and now the largest podcaster, somebody who has a bigger platform than any news station, <laughs> he's now spreading this and it's like are you, how are people this stupid? You understand that there are laws of like what can be uh, sanitary and what can't be sanitary, right? Like mm. when you go into uh, a restaurant and it gets closed down because there uh, there's a rat in in the in the soup or whatever. There, the, mm. all those same laws applies apply to any other uh, institution, right? So you can't just have people peeing in a box. That, that it like. <laughs> do you understand how stupid that sounds? <laughs> it's uh, it's up there. So did you so know? Dumb. Did you know? Yeah, did you know that uh, Joe Rogan is married with a car? He's married to a car. Yeah. Or a car, like a no. car from the movie Cars. Yeah, he's married to a car. That that is as false as Joe Rogan's kid. Are we going to start? Let's start that. We're going to start that yes. Joe Rogan is in love with his car, but not yes. his car. It's actually he's in love with uh, the 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 main character from the movie Cars, who is actually Owen Wilson, right? Isn't that who played the main is? character? I think okay. Owen... I want to say Owen Wilson was the voice of the uh, Owen Wilson Cars, right? Who played... I remember that uh, the the tractor or, or or whatever was was Woody Harrelson. I remember that, but I I don't know who. Yeah. Lightning McQueen. I want to say his yeah. name is. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson played Lightning McQueen. I was right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When I so look Lightning it up, Lightning McQueen. It says, "What cars do Owen Wilson has? He has a Prius and a Porsche in real life. Just ah. just in case you wanted to know." Thank you. So the rumor that we're telling you today is that Joe Rogan is married to Owen Wilson's character from the Cars movie, Lightning McQueen. Right. Yes. Some car bussy. Right. <laughs> hey, you're you really have a nice motor. You. Know? <laughs> you <laughs> There is you a, turn your you turn your engine on for me. There is some video I've seen in the past of like an American my TV show. Addiction. It was it was it my yeah. strange addiction. Yeah, there was an yeah. episode yeah. of that. Is yeah. that is yeah. that? Yeah. Yep. 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 
Uh, are you going to be you? I'll try, as long as I can. I usually am me. I am very bad at being other people. It's it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's very difficult. Uh, Tron is also going to try to be him. So, let uh, him tell the truth about that. Hello, my name is Tron, and this is Tron Tells the Truth. Well, after all these years, I'm still Tron, and I'm your asshole. So why do I call myself an asshole, you say? Why don't I do anything differently? It sounds like a bad sketch from the 90s. Well, i done politics since 1993. I could have done politics quite differently, but I haven't. I could be kissing the asses, shaking the right hands, being friends with the right people, blah, 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 but I never had. Every time I try to do it, I always feel bad with myself. Yes, lying is shit all the time. So, after many years of bullshitting myself, having nerves break down, find out I'm going to start new and fresh. So I went from the Liberal Party to the Green Party. Maybe that will help. But it didn't. Everywhere is kissing asses and licking things. But there are something strange with politics today. It's that you always have to be so fucking correct. Some people say that politicians are not humans. And sometimes I do understand why. Many years ago, there had a minister in Denmark who had been through some fucking rough times. And believe me, if you're a politician and get media 24-7, can be a little bit too much. So, one evening the bad politician thought that he was going to go to the theater with his wife, just to get it a little peace and quiet. And straight out of the theater, there stood the journalist. And he just said, go fuck yourself, I have time off. And then he was liked by the voters. They respected him, not because he said fuck off, but he showed some human side of himself. A few years ago, many years ago, it was a member of the political party that I don't like. Yes, a farmer's party in Norway. She was angry and told the truth straight in the water's face. How frustrating it is sometimes when they try and don't get things done. A lot of media attention was like, oh, she was scandal. She lost control. No, she didn't lose control. She was a fucking human being. That's why you are not human beings. All this bullshit had led to Trump, who is not a human being, but just speak randomly bullshit. We created this bullshit. And how I see Greens and Liberals and Radicals today, they're still creating that bullshit. Nobody voted for the cutest, perfect guy. They are so, when I sit in the political movement, so hard they try to be perfect. They're going to be liked so much. Who cares? I didn't get to do politics to get liked. I know my political radical. I know my chances don't get liked by all. And sometimes I know what I suggest is not popular. But I can respect conservatives for one thing. They don't care if things are popular. They just go along with it and repeat it and repeat it and work with it all the time. So that's why they win. We don't understand this shit. Financial crisis, everything, should get the voters off the 
better politically parties. But he don't. Conservatives and shitheads are still winning votes just because the people who stand for the opposite are so fucking disgusting, fucking stupid and have their head up their fucking asses. Next year are not going to be the political future that I hoped for. But when I quit of the next election, I can know one thing. I'll live, I can live with myself. If any of my political colleagues ask me, what are you doing differently? Maybe some of it, but not most of it. Yes, I have a problem. The problem is not only me, it's all the fucking system, how it works, and how we try to believe ourselves that we are so fucking liberal and so understanding. You should think like a community of people that like, oh, we like gays, LBGT, we like freedom of this and freedom of that. Yeah. But when you're going to party work with them, oh shit, you should be right like them. You should not do anything wrong, not say the wrong things, not laugh at the wrong places. Understanding? No, they don't. They don't understand. Well, you can sit when you political ideas standing up watching documentaries, reading a fucking good chapter and be bullied a little bit in school, then you don't survive reality. In the 90s, I was working with drug addicts. In the 2000s, I've been a security guard beaten up. I've been in court so many times that I fucking count. I have people get a restraining order against me. But you know what? I can, what I've been criticizing for is laughing at the wrong places, don't have a bachelor with a fucking degree. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm proud of what I've done. I'm proud of my work. Have it always been perfect? Can I treat some people nicer? Yes. But you're over 40 and you don't regret anything. Then you're a fucking psychopath. I hope politics will change, but I don't really believe it's going to do something soon. Because we all think we see now is a result of not people standing for the wrong things, but people are standing for the right things who always seems to mess up and don't know how humans work at all. This was Tron with Tron tells the truth. I always gonna be your fucking average asshole and this segment's gonna go on forever. I don't give a fuck what any politicians in Bergen or Norway or anywhere else believe. I'm me and I'm always going to be me. Bye. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Thank you, Tron. Very happy that you still are going to be you. Yeah. It, 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 is a, uh, it is important for existence for you to be you and me to be me. <laughs> because if you were me and I were you, then we'd be, we would still be the same people, mm-hmm. but in reverse. So. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I had to do a podcast with someone from Bergen. And who the fuck wants to do a podcast with someone from Bergen? No, because I would still be me, but I would just be him. So he, w- I would be here still, but he, m- you, me here, then, that. Oh, oh. Dolphin. That made it, that made it so much clearer. Thank you for... <laughs> Thank you for telling me that. Yeah. No mm-hmm. problem. Uh, TV shows. Uh, I jumped over some TV shows that uh, was uh, on your. You have to look at this on uh, on your list. Uh, look, or I'm just going to talk about it. Uh, one of those shows were 
Eli Roth presents My Possessed Pet. Uh, this was uh, from the Travel Channel, according to me, uh, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not Plus. sure where where it actually... It, it says you can get it on AMC+. Plus. It's on, like, Fubo and a few other places, but it seems like it was made for the Travel Channel. It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. But anyway, so... Oh, my God. I have so much problems with this show. So, it's a documentary... Are you are you are you seeing my my goose goose eyes there? <laughs> okay. My yeah, it's documentary. a document documentary. Okay. In 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 the way that that uh, that uh, cars was a documentary about cars. Uh, what? That's uh, not but real. Anyway, <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry to tell you. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. But uh, this first episode, the only episode I've seen so far, is about this possessed horse, uh, and how dangerous it was for this horse to come come near a tree with like Wiccan uh, signs on it, and it's mostly like the the owner of the horse, and also hold your horses, uh, an exorcist for animals talking. <laughs> Talking about how hard it was to get this demon out of this fucking horse. Uh, if, you, if you think that's your cup of tea, you should definitely look up Eli Roth present My Possessed Pet. It is getting a fat big zero from me. It is abysmally bad. I couldn't stop laughing during the whole show. But it, But it's not a comedy, right? No, it's definitely meant as completely serious. And the reenactments in this this show is on like the room level uh, <laughs> of acting. So it's uh, it's a uh, chef kiss, chef kiss to Eli Ross there. All right, I saw Walker Independence. Did that come yeah. out this week or maybe last week? Last week. week. Uh, yeah. This this is. Based off of what, uh, tech, Walker, top, Texas, Walker Ranger. Texas Ranger, but not the yep. original Walker Texas Ranger, the new Walker Whoa. Texas Ranger, which I think was mm -hmm. just called Walker. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's in what the eighteen hundred, like it's during cowboy era of like eighteen hundreds America, right? Um, mm -hmm. I hated this show. I, I didn't it go into it. Abysmal. I didn't go into it with like high expectations or anything. But once I started watching it, I was like, "This is ev this is like what people make fun of in other m movies and TV shows of what a bad western would be." You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's just strange you that know? they were like, you know what everybody wants in 2022. A Western drama about a police officer in the 1800s. I, who is watching this? I have absolutely n no clue. Who is this for? Is uh, something I have written down here. I think. I think my hugest problems are like okay, the acting in this is is abysmal. Uh, it's CW. Uh, level of acting. Oh, for sure. Minus the uh, dialogue minus, minus. is also horrible, which adds to the bad acting, obviously. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, the manuscript is also totally lacking. There's there's absolutely nothing interesting happening in this. 
And uh, I I have to say that I don't really remember if I saw an episode of Walker when it came out. I probably did, but I I I can't remember if I liked that show or not. So I probably didn't. Uh, but I don't just, think just either get... of us did. I think if you saw the main right. character from it, you would be like, oh yeah, I remember that. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and I know the main character is the guy from Supernatural. Right. But uh, um, but this also felt kind of like racist, kind of in a strange way, uh, with a Indian character, uh, kind of like Native stage, American. Yeah. yeah. Na- Native. See there. Uh, yeah, it's just a uh, abysmally bad, abysmally bad acting and terrible plot. What else can we wish for in a Western? It, it just feels super rehashed, like a thousand Westerns oh, you've seen oh over your lifetime, and nothing yeah. like nothing actually relates back really to, to what I think of as like the Chuck Norris Walker Texas right. Ranger. Right. Completely yeah, set. Totally like, agree. those two worlds are not in any way connected. So overall, I'd probably give this what? Uh, a three? I give it 2.5. Okay. Okay, let's talk about The Mall. Uh, not to be confused with another show also called The Mall, because that's the thing. Anyway, uh, it's uh, hosted by Alex Wa- uh, Wagner, uh, that I kind of like. She's, she's uh, cute. Uh, it's uh, 12 players that uh, are trying to identify one among them who is uh, sabotaging their missions. And it's a reboot of a cult classic. I loved the cult classic uh, TV show uh, back in the days. Um, Didn't we just I... watch a TV show that was like this? Remember the one where they had to take the boxes across the ravine, and then they had to like pick up all the rocks out of the rock piles, and there had there was a mole in that same game. Do you remember this reality show? Or maybe it's just me. It rings a bell. Yeah, it was from this year. I don't remember what it was called, but this show already happened once, I realized, <laughs> when I was halfway through this show. Also, oh, really? when I saw yeah. it was hosted by Alex Wagner, I thought it was going to be mm. hosted by Alex Warren, like the TikTok guy. <laughs> oh, the TikTok guy. <laughs> <laughs> so when I went into so this, you, I, I was not expecting... Little... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> An Asian... <laughs> Asian girl, <laughs> I was, <Coming> out. <laughs> and I was also expecting a whole different type of show. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I have I, I I've seen a lot of episodes of this. I I I liked it. It's it's a cool reality show. It's a great uh, concept for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they have a little mismatch. Mismatch. Thing in in the people that they have gotten into the reality shows, the, some of the sh- people here are more boring than others, to say it that way. Okay. Uh, but uh, I will give this a six. It's 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 definitely watchable. I find it interesting, and I have many theories of who the mole is already. Uh, yeah, there's certain parts of it that I didn't like the phone part right there at the end of uh, the episodes. Stupid, yeah. Um, some of, some of the editing is a little deceptive in the, like the part mm-hmm. where 
they're like, oh, it must be him, and then it, they reveal uh, that the producers put him up to stealing the case in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, uh, there's certain things that I don't like about it, but overall, I'd probably give it a five. It's right in the middle. It's like yeah. entertaining, uh, mindless fun. Yeah. Oh, definitely mindless fun. Yeah. Uh, something that was not fun: the Winchesters. Um, oh my God, Jesus Christ Almighty! Talk about talk about bad shit from CW. This was the worst show I saw the, this week. It was awful. I, oh, like, I don't even it know was up there. what to compare it to because it was trying to be like ten things all at the same time, right? I think my main problem with it is uh, definitely that it uh, like. I I semi like some of Supernatural. I tried to watch it like five six uh, times. Okay, I've seen three three seasons of it. I think all all together. Right. Uh, I gave up after three seasons. I was like, I I'm I'm just not interested in this. Uh, and uh, this is like a prequel to that. And I find that also very confusing because I know that Sam's uh, uh, mother dies in the beginning of, of, of episode one of Supernatural. It's not like that's a fucking spoiler. Okay. <laughs> so I was going to say, I, I, know, I don't know. No, no, no. But it, like, everybody knows that. And, 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 and their dad is just like, a, uh, also, we knew everything about like how they met through Supernatural. So it's like, it feels like this TV show is very redundant. We don't fucking need it. That's what I I kind of feel like as a... Oh, as, I wouldn't call myself a fan, but as a watcher of Supernatural, I'm like, why is this here? I just felt like they were trying to be <coughs> Supernatural and be a bunch of other kind of like... Uh you know, those kind of shows slash movies. It was trying to be a little bit um, Game of Thrones. There was a little bit mm. of... Uh, what, I'm trying to think of that vampire show, True Blood. There was a little bit mm. in there. They, and uh, just trying to be all these things at once to try to, like, yeah. attract as many people as you can just alienates yeah. everyone, in my opinion. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the dialogue and the acting are god-awful, oh. and that's pretty much the worst part of it. And then, of course, it's on CW, so it has CW-style camera work and sceneries, and really the acting and the dialogue is where I was, like, smacking my head against the wall going, is this... Did somebody write this on a piece of paper and tell these people to say it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's still not uh, fun enough. Not the worst show that I watched this week, but uh, that's it is definitely purpose. the worst show I saw this week. I gotta give it a one point five. Well, I think uh, I think we will disagree later. Uh, super yeah. Try that again. Sir Perkins, perfectly legal on Netflix. This was a fun, fun, fun show. I love Sue Perkins. She's uh, funny. Uh, she goes. Uh, it's a travel show, uh, but it's also a kind of like uh, uh, a story about a woman's like uh, testing out her own boundaries. Uh, uh, it's just three episodes, uh, and she goes like in from. 
places like Latin in America, and she tries out things that are shockingly legal, but uh, definitely dangerous. Uh, I I will give this actually a seven point five. I really liked it. Uh, funny and informing. Oh, okay. I'll have to check that mm-hmm. out. I think I had it on my second list or something. You told me to watch it, and then I it just didn't end up on my main list somehow. Not sure how. Uh, the Watcher. Did you see The Watcher this uh, week? I did. Something pretty good. Uh, I was not in oh, as much. You like this? I was not as much into episode two. Episode one I thought was good, and then episode two I started to be like, I this is starting to get kind of dumb. Uh, but the first episode I was super into. Yeah. Hmm. What did you think? I I didn't like this from the beginning off. I watched two episodes and I was definitely out. I watched the last episode though. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. No, I like the fr- the f- concept of uh, them being stalked by this the watcher. These people move into a new mm. house, and clearly they have some strange neighbors who are telling them that this house has history and that it's. Uh, there's something behind this house clearly. And then they get letters from this person, the watcher talking about taking Mm. their children. Uh, and then it gets really weird. And episode, like episode one, I was like super hooked. And then at the end of episode two, I was like, uh, it could like, I I could live or leave or take this. Uh, I'm, I guess I need to watch episode three, but we'll see if I actually get around to doing it. It's like, that's where I'm at with it. I'm super, like, middle of the road, personally. Yeah, no, I thought this was better than Winchester's, uh... Oh, by a mile it's better than the Winchester's. Yeah. Yeah. The acting is is really good in this, you know? That, I think, I think, I think what, what kind of saves it is, is definitely Naomi Watts. I really like her. And Mia Farrow is also very good in this. I like the dad. I think he did a good job of playing, like, the huge asshole and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, uh, gosh, yeah. I know him. Uh, let me look it up. Bobby Canvanelli. Can- right. Canavale? Canavale. Yeah, he... he, he He's one of those actors where you've huge. seen him in a thousand things, but you yeah. never know yeah. his name. Yeah. He's really good, and Jennifer Coolidge was okay. Uh, I don't, I'm not. A big she fan plays of the same character Coolidge. she plays in every movie and TV yes, show. In everything, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, she play always but, uh, plays the same character, and she's good at it. But uh, but yeah, no, uh, not my cup of tea. Uh, I will give it a four. Uh, I'll give it a six. Uh, let's see. Reginald the Vampire. I need to check this out, too. Uh, uh I'm not sure you do, but okay. Uh, I've seen two episodes, and I'm definitely out. Okay. Talk about CW quality. I think it's uh, on sci-fi, though. It is. But, but sci-fi is not much better than CW. <laughs> uh, that's true. Um... Uh, so it's about this guy that doesn't feel comfortable. He's uh, he's like he doesn't fit in anywhere. He wants to like kind of like he's he's this uh, he gets bullied at work and uh, then he discovers like he he wants to be a vampire because like everybody that is vampires are beautiful and he's like. 
madly in love with this girl that he thinks that he has to become a vampire before she likes gets interested in him and during episode one we find out that she also has a crush on him before he became a vampire so that is kind of the storyline of the show mm-hmm. um it felt very yeah um the acting is pretty terrible though uh I, I think I think the concept and uh, I think the concept is better than the execution. Sure. Uh, sadly, so altogether three point five maybe. The comedy didn't hit at all either. Eh, no. No, not really. Okay. I'll have to. I, I'm definitely gonna check it out. I just uh, have to get around to it. Busy mm. week again. Yeah. Uh, the playlist. This was a. Pretty decent show, to be honest. Okay, we are going to disagree again. I thought the concept... I mean, not the concept. The story itself is not that interesting, but I thought most of the uh, actors and the cinematography was good. I think the acting and the cinematography is so is uh, superb as well. But my problem is, like, I don't care if the acting... Um, the, uh, the cinematography is good if it's boring. It is, yeah, it's very slow. That's the biggest problem I had with it, is it's like, mm, it's trying to be that Zuckerberg movie, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, and it just feels like they're just trying and to copy fails. that formula. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it fails to do that. I, I honestly... After episode two, I was like, I kind of just want to, I want to show about the people who created Pirate Bay. That's a show I would want right. want to watch, right? Yeah, yeah. which yeah, is like the opposite of what I think they were going for here. So overall, this show, what I'd probably give it a th- a four. Oh, okay, okay. So we are on the same level. I would give it a three point five. Yeah, but I thought like everybody in it did very well, and I thought like. Everybody who shot it did very well. I just don't think oh, they were making the right story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I completely agree. Okay. Was that your last show? Uh, Love It First Lie. Oh, yes. I totally forgot that I watched this. Isn't that funny? I'm not not surprising, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> I'm the one that fucking told you about this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know this was coming out. It was on MTV. This had yes. Who? who uh, what's her name? Uh, the the host. Plastic face. That's her name. Uh, spelling. No. Spelling. Yes. Tori yeah. Spelling. Tori Spelling is the host. Um, mm-hmm. It's a reality show where. Some people, there's there's couples that come into a house, and mm-hmm. some of the couples are real couples, and then, wh- I think, is it one couple or multiple couples that are fake couples? I forget. That's the problem. We don't know. Uh, we don't know. That's kind of, that's kind of the hook of this. Uh, when I told you about this, I said, I, I kind of find this show a little problem, problematic. Do you agree? Well, I, I like I said, it's just the YouTube channel Cut, which does this exact thing, but in a much shorter form. They do like a fifteen-minute video where sure. they are like, uh, uh, they put people in a room and they say, 
you've got to figure out who is not, I don't know, pick, pick a thing, whatever, uh, who is right. not in a relationship or who's not gay or who's not uh, right. bi or who's not whatever, uh, an anarchist, uh, which cut, make that video that who is not an anarchist. That's a cut video waiting to happen. Um, so they just kind of stole this concept and then made it longer, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, I I think my biggest problem, like I said to you, is like after episode one, I felt like, uh, especially because of the couple that like uh, went out of uh, spoilers for uh, episode one, uh, that uh, one of them was gay and the other one was like straight. I I felt a little like uncomfortable about the whole thing. It's like like it felt a little like yeah I don't know. It just like didn't feel right. Well, they're all trying like, to manipulate each other. That's the whole point right. of this. And I guess I guess we should explain how how they win. So like according to this the rules, they have to mm. vote out the person who they know or they think isn't in a relationship. Yeah, the and yeah. the more more people they vote out uh, that aren't in a relationship, the money goes up. But the if they vote money, out somebody yeah. who is in a relationship, the money stays the same. Uh, mm-hmm. But they don't explain how many people, like you said, how many people are in relationships. Because yeah. that would sh- tell us how much money they could actually make, right? Right. And uh, that's also a problem I have with a show. Yeah. There's no defined rules of, like, how to... How much? How much you can win at the end? Because there's no defined rules of who is and who isn't in a relationship. Right. Which, I, I, yeah. And then the manipulation factor of it is like, yeah, yeah. it's a little uh, uh, not awkward. What 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 was the word you used? I'm not sure. You said it, felt, it just it felt wrong. Wrong. That yeah. So yeah. Uh, overall, what I give this like a a one. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's definitely a, a one. Watch it's gonna it's gonna win an Emmy next year for best reality show. So <laughs> no, no. Well, let's talk about the uh, the thing that I thought was the worst thing this week: High School episode one. What oh my gosh, are you serious? Thing? This is the thing you thought was yep. the worst. The acting is yep. so much better than this in the than the Winchesters. You have to admit that. <laughs> I mean, the acting is a thousand, and the cinematography is a thousand times better than the Winchester. Okay. Yeah, don't you think? If if the manuscript and the things you are are are, are let's have a plot plot summary, and then we can talk okay. about it. Uh, high school episode one. I bet it stung. Tensions are high between sisters Tegan and Sarah on their first day at their new school. Their relationship became fractured over the summer because Tegan felt cast aside by Sarah and their shared fr- uh, and their shared best friend Fo- F- oh, Phoebe. The, uh, as Sarah tries to break free from Tegan, Tegan tries to make sense of Sarah pulling away and attempts to make friends outside of, of her sister uh, for the first time in her life. Yeah. So this is the most cringe show I have ever watched in my entire life. I think I I fell in tra- in like uncomfortable watching this show. Like 
I I really I really had to watch this in micro settings and by micro settings like I mean like 10 minutes one day 10 minutes the other day and and so on and I I, I think I think my main problem is that yes maybe the the twins I thought was good acting but but when when you're giving so little to work on it just felt in incredibly empty and I I didn't really I didn't feel anything for anyone so I, I just like felt like I was this person that was uh, supposed to care about people I couldn't give two shits about and also it is incredibly slow like when I I, 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 I think I had tears in my eyes i would rather watch paint dry than watch this show i i i despise this like really 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 didn't like this show uh i mean we should i should say we watched this separately we didn't watch this together <laughs> uh no which might have made it more enjoyable i guess i i was not I didn't. I, it was a little bit slow, but it just was the first episode, so it's building character development of these characters. And if you didn't notice, the very first thing you see in this is they put up a title screen of the girl's name, the one one of the twins. And so we're explaining right. in this first episode that that character. And guess what? The next episode is going to be the story from the other side of the other twin. I know. Right. So that's just how this show is built, and then. The thing that I realized is like when I got when they got to the end and they did coming this season on high school yeah and they did that yeah. that's when I realized okay this is a show we're not going to cover for more than two episodes because like oh uh, not where it's going is the thing I have the biggest problem with um, yeah I do I still think the acting is really good and I think uh, the way it's shot is I thought uh, the the lady the mom who's from what, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I thought yeah. she was decent in this. I thought there is something, the the cringiest part was the boy who's like putting uh, huh. gum in their hair, right? Is that the part you were right. cringing at? That as well. No, everything, like, every, every like, like the, uh, the fight, for example, in the beginning of the show, I was like, what the fuck is this? It's not. I didn't believe a second they were they were fighting. Like it is just like it just felt so fucking cringe. It's like I I it felt like well, you I were, was the, that's the whole so, the point of it was this. you were just kind of thrown into the situation and were being explained on one side by one twin and then in the next episode we're going to explain the other side and that's how the show. That's how at least the first two episodes are, you know, work. And I understand that kind of build up. It makes sense to me. It's just uh, just not a great show. But I, right? I, I just didn't like it. I, 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 I really, really, really despise this. I understand. I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I still think the Winchesters is way worse, <laughs> objectively. Uh, but sure. I, I mean, I'm, I, I had more fun watching the Winchesters because, like, the badness, like, kind of like made it watchable. Here, here, it's like yes, I agree. I think, I think, I think, especially the two main act actresses are 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 very good, mm -hmm. and I think their their acting 
Indus also made it even more cringe because it's yeah I know I I, are there, I actually now that I think about it uh, are there two? Oh yeah yeah there actually are twins. Yeah yeah. Okay I was just think I was like wait a second maybe it's just one actress and they're you know no no see no. okay it's, yeah I didn't yeah, even no, they, think about it till they just had now. A, they had a, the same name in the credits. So. Uh, yeah they've probably uh, been actors for actresses for a while actors for a while. I don't know. I can see the them going places, though. As far the, as the, the, here, here, here's the thing. I I found out who this was for. If you're a 16 year old girl that doesn't like school, this is your show. Oh sure. I, do you know Do you know what I am not? I'm not a 16 year old school uh, girl that doesn't like school. I guess one thing that kind of added for me is that. Uh, the time period is kind of the late 90s uh, sure. high school, and that's when I was in high school. So I can identify mm-hmm. with, like, the time period, the angst, the music, you know, the, uh, the scene. Very good music, by the way. Right. So I guess maybe that adds to my enjoyment of it, where you wouldn't mm. be able to connect with that, because guess what? You didn't go to school in America in the late 90s, so... <laughs> I didn't. Right. No. So I think maybe I'm connecting with that more than you are also. So, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Well, are we yes. going to watch the second episode? Really? Yeah. At least we'll okay. be together for this one and we can make fun of it. So. That's true. Uh, but, I mean, that's the whole point. We go into it. Uh, if it's bad, we watch two episodes. Uh, it's always... I mean... This discussion was great content. That's the whole point of watching these shows in the first place. So, Oh, I, I forgot that we're doing this for content, not for my pleasure. Right, exactly. <laughs> Me hating this is probably a good content. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I mean, score-wise, I'd probably give it a, uh, a 5.5, to be honest. I'm sure you're going to be like... I'm, I, I'm even maybe like over calculating that slightly just to offset what I oh. assume is going to be a terrible score from you. Yeah, it's a one from me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's also the option that maybe you were in a bad mood that day or something, you know? Good, good. Oh. <laughs> Do you think I have reasons to be good in a bad, <laughs> in a bad mood lately? No, no, no. Hmm. Hmm. Not me. No. Squiggly faced. Hmm. <laughs> uh, we can't talk about that. No. Anyway, She-Hulk. Uh, that ha- is the lowest MCU series. People were not happy about the the ending of this show. Uh, yeah, it says She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Currently at five point one out of ten rating on. Uh, on IMDb, with the site of over 140,000 people giving a score, the next lowest rated Marvel show is Miss Marvel at 6.2, Well, the best show is low-key, which is sitting at an 8.2. Um, hmm. I hate all these shows, uh, mm-hmm. because I hate Marvel everything, so I'm, I'm probably the worst person to say anything about this, because I think it should probably have a worse score, but that's just me. Yeah, no, I think She-Hulk was... Uh, I, I I think I... Did I watch two episodes? Oh, I did watch two episodes. I know you I watched at least one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, didn't like it. Not my cup of tea. 
I just uh, think the thing about it was when the commercial came out, I I watched the we watched the commercial I think on the podcast, didn't we? I want to say we did. And I, either, fir- either that or you and me did it together. together. Yeah. It's hard to remember, yes. right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first time I saw it, I was like, is this an SNL sketch? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this can't yeah. be real. So I think that adds to just like, I bet some people who were scoring this didn't even ever see it. They just saw the commercial and were like, that's so stupid, right? Yeah. I agree. Uh, <laughs> talking about SNL. Uh, there's a book called Saturday Night Live and Philosophy, Deep Thoughts Through uh, the Decades. You can get that on audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial slash ADC. It's almost like I googled that or something. Uh, you can uh, keep you can keep the book if you uh, cancel the membership. You will probably not m- cancel the membership. I will tell you that I currently have uh, a lot of books. Uh, that's uh, what I have. I have a lot of books. Do you know how much books I have? I have a lot of books. He tries to find fucking that page where that he could see how many uh, uh, books he had. Uh, anyway, how, how many books has... do you have, Fro? fro? Uh, a I lot. A lot of them. <laughs> One thousand three hundred and ninety-three books. Oh, you're almost at the two the two thousand. You're almost at the two thousand mark. Almost, yeah. almost. Uh, anyway, so go to audibletrial.com/adc. All right, movie news. Mel Gibson to testify against Harvey Weinstein in an L.A. trial. That doesn't seem what? like a normal what? thing. Mel Gibson can be called what? to testify against against Harvey Weinstein at the producer's upcoming Los Angeles trial. A judge ruled on Friday. Prosecutors want to call the actor to support the allegations of Jane Doe number three, who claims that Weinstein assault, sexually assaulted her after she gave him a massage in his hotel in 2010. Uh, mm. The defense argues that Gibson has ill will toward Weinstein, though, dating back from the release of The Passion of the Christ, Christ which was widely seen to play on anti-Semitic themes, um, which... Yeah. Yeah, because l- listen to okay, I'm going to be uh, Harvey Weinstein's lawyer for like 10 seconds. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> Mr. Gibson, did you ever say death to all Jews? <laughs> <laughs> the end. The end. Right. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Gibson, are these tapes recorded of you talking to your ex-wife uh <laughs> get girlfriend real? I think. Oh, was it a girlfriend at the time? Are these, I think it was, are these yeah. real or not? Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, you basically... Did you say that all Jews needed to be uh, away from the earth, Mr. Gibson? <laughs> right. I think maybe he's not a reliable uh, witness. No or shit, re- Sherlock. Reliable person to testify on your behalf. But that's just, you know, we're not yeah, lawyers, no. though, so... Hey, remember last week uh, when we made the big hoopla about uh, T.J. Miller not uh, being friends with uh, Ryan Reynolds anymore? Well, yeah, he came out on a on a podcast, right? It wasn't at the Adam yeah. Carolla podcast, and he was like, "I I don't like that guy. I, I don't want to work with yeah. him." Right? Yeah, he's a horrible human being. Let's see if that has changed uh, during the week. T.J. Miller says he and Ryan Reynolds have cleared the air after Miller publicly <laughs> stated that he would never work with him again. Uh, during Miller's that lasted vi- long. 
During Miller's <laughs> visit to the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts on Wednesday, Jim Norton asked him uh, about this. Uh, he said, it was a misunderstanding, Miller said, about the onset moment years ago. So I me- emailed him, and now it's fine. So I guess they worked it out. Either that or it's just, you know, professional courtesy more than anything is my feeling. Just kind yeah, of being, just, you know, I, go along to get along kind of thing. Yeah. Also, I think also it kind of wanted the money from Deadpool 3. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I also think that Ryan Reynolds is, guess what, probably very, very powerful in in Hollywood. He has a lot of companies and businesses and things that I, I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to be on that guy's bad side if I was working in the industry, no. right? Yeah. No. Anyway, movies, movies, movies. Have you seen any movies? I saw Emily the Criminal this week. Um, okay. It was a movie that came out earlier this year, uh, but it just recent. I want to say just a few months ago, but it just got put out like on you know streaming. Uh, or, you know, It's on my list VOD. of movies I really, really want to see. I'm yeah. trying to look up who... Oh, Aubrey Plaza. That, that's... I, I never remember her name for some reason, but she's the main char- character in this. She, uh... She's a woman who's, like, having a hard time maintaining, maintaining a job, and then she's trying to work, like, multiple jobs because she's, like, in massive student debt after being in college, and she's working, like, a job doing cater... Like, at a catering business... And a guy who she works for goes, "Hey, I, I know somebody where you can, I know somebody that can help you make like a quick a quick buck, you know, a few hundred bucks really quick, no problem." And so she gets involved in this like uh, dummy shopping scheme, which she the first one's not that bad, but they slowly start to increase in the riskiness of what they're making her do, and she gets involved mm-hmm. with the guy who's actually running the scheme. Um, and from there it gets pretty interesting. I don't know. It's, it's kind of one of those shows or movies that's very, it, it, the concept is maybe better than the execution in the sense that Mm. like, they're trying to be a little bit artsy. They're trying to be a little bit indie feeling and it gets, it comes across that way, but in a way where it's like trying too hard to be indie and like a little bit, uh, you know, artsy. And so, uh, especially since there's so many, you know, very big actors and actresses in this, it it, overall though, I mean, I had fun with it. Not a huge fan of the ending, I suppose, but uh, the acting's good. The cinematography's good. A little bit slow. I'd probably give it a 6.5. Well, I saw the best movie in the world this week with my friend Luke. It was called Blackout. It was amazing. It was a movie. It's about this man that uh, wakes up in this Mexican uh, hospital without any memory. uh, And then he finds out that uh, he has this cartel after him. And he has to. Well, first he kind of. He does does the thing where I have amnesia, but somehow I remember how to just, like, murder people. That's the one thing I remember. uh, uh, But I don't remember my own name, but I do remember, like, all my kung fu uh, techniques, right? Also, uh, everybody else in this movie are terrible, terrible at shooting. Um, that is uh, definitely true. But yeah, uh, then and then somehow finds... the Illuminati comes in. Not no spoilers, but 
Randomly, the Illuminati is involved in this movie. <laughs> you know, this is a bad movie when the red Netflix logo doesn't come in front of your movie. I have never, ever seen that before on Netflix. Like, uh, ever. I mean, maybe, well, you know, maybe you just didn't notice, but I've never noticed that the net, that there was no red N. Like, that's the first time I've ever been like, wait, what? Yeah. What? Where <laughs> we're just happened? Yeah. yeah it, we're yeah. watching Netflix. Why didn't I get a ba -dum? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, usually, uh, we, we, we use that as a reference point, me and Luke, when we watch this together. We always said, say, and Red N, because then we know. Like, that we're synced. Uh, like, uh, synced, yes. When, from when we start, yeah. Um, so we, uh, that, I think that we are aware of it more than other people because we use it as a reference point. Yeah, when I we guess watch so. Movies. Yeah. So therefore, I do think I have, I do think I have kind of a rapport when I say this is the first mo movie that I can remember at least that didn't have the red red and in front of it on Netflix. Yeah, I don't ever remember. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, right. If we like went and like checked the beginning of every, if we just like went through, I'm sure we could find sure. one. But like, it was very strange in this one, especially since this was kind of touted. It was like in, in the top ten uh, this right. week in America and stuff. So yeah, it's not like a random ass m movie either. It's it, that Netflix just randomly put out. It was like one of their biggest films of this week. Mm -hmm. So it's very strange. Uh, it is with a Josh Duhamel. Uh, he's good, I guess. He he plays like every other like action guy. The e yeah, the editing um, was the worst part of this. The uh, and the dialogue. Oh my god! The scene in the e in the elevator where she's like, "Oh my gosh, the elevator has stopped." And we just me and you just started cracking up, laughing like because the dialogue was just so stilted and broken, and also like yeah. We all can see that the elevator stopped. You don't need to put that into yeah. the into the dialogue. You know, show don't tell. Yeah. Uh, the manuscript is based on very very thin soup, where it says bang 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 shoot shoot bang bang shoot shoot. <laughs> that's the that's the manuscript of this movie. Some of the action uh, scenes were all right. Some of them were terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt it, it, it. This might have been written by an AI. In all honesty. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, also some very laughable, the bad CGI, uh, especially the end scene is terrible. Uh, what would you give this movie? Oh, and then the slow-mo. Fro hated the slow-mo. Oh, they, they my just, God, I hated it. They just did it at random times for no reason. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I'd probably give this a... I mean, this was really bad, wasn't it? Um, it's so bad. It's I'm going to so give it a 1.5. Yeah, I'm at 1. Okay. <laughs> uh, then I watched a movie that I can't tell you that I watched, and I also watched it with Luke. What? We saw a movie together. That oh, right. People we can tell. We, we can say. Why can't we say? Can I think we can say that we watched uh, okay. Never Ending Story 2. 
Okay. Okay. We, we, but we watched it for a reason, didn't we? Right, and there, we did that for a reason, and that reason will be revealed within the, within a few months. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. But we did watch Never Ending yes. Story two for some reason. Uh huh. Mm hmm. For some reason. And for guess a what? Very good reason. It's not a great film. Nope. Still bad. <laughs> still, uh, still. After what... twenty five years, I think the last time I watched it, still a bad movie. <laughs> Would rather watch Blackout, to be fair. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because at least there's some action, and that's... Never ending story is... What do you mean? There was so much the... action. <laughs> the diving. <laughs> the diving in this movie. Oh and my I... gosh, the diving. And the horseback riding. <laughs> yeah. And the exposition, and the exposition, and the exposition, and the exposition. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. everybody can just wait. That we'll make an announcement about uh, something going on with that pretty soon. Yeah, I'll, I will give you a hint. We we gave kind of an announcement for this uh, for a Christmas movie. So if you're a fan of this podcast, you maybe find out what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Another movie that came out this week. Uh, that's a documentary. Let's watch the trailer for Cat Daddies. Oh, cat licking itself. Well, that's a lot of uh, indie awards from like film festivals. Mm-hmm. Experience the love between men and their cats. I love cats. Fro, I think you are indifferent about cats. Uh, I'm allergic to cats, so. Well, I'm I'm kind of allergic. I think I've gotten better about. Like, when I was younger, I was way more allergic than I am now. You know how allergies are. Yeah, I'm I'm the other way. But uh, do I like cats? Eh, Not really. I think that this makes me think that this is kind of like the Cats of Instagram kind of movie. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was like, keep doing your thing, Toodles. Good boy. Toodles. That's a good captain. That is, actually, yeah. Yeah. have a hard time getting the guys to admit flame helps, but it's proven that even just petting an animal can bring your blood pressure That's back. pretty cute. <laughs> the firefighter with the cat. Yeah. That's very, very good. Gratification of taking a cat off the street. Aww. We both awed. <laughs> Aww. Lucky first and foremost has become his family. That little creature just saved my life. Aww. A true I really must want see. to see this movie. Yeah. Directed by Maya Hoang. I've never heard of heard of them. Yeah, well, yeah. that was a good trailer. Definitely looks indie, but decent trailer. Yeah. So look what is this Oscar nominated movie all about? Uh, Cat Daddy is a heartwarming portrait of eight men whose lives have been changed by their feline friends as they navigate the challenges of 2020. Oh, so this is about, like, the pandemic and, like, them connecting Uh with their animals during, you know, a time period where you couldn't connect with people as well. That Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, uh, Glenn L. said uh, this is, gave it five stars on Rotten Tomato. Uh, this was joy from start to finish. Every story had you in tears, laughing and crying. If you love cats or not, you will have enchantment with kindness, 
that uh, this movie gives you. Try not to uh, miss it. Independent films have have a uh, tough road to get into theaters. I kind of agree with that. I mean, it's hard to get into theaters, so it's kind of cool, like when you see documentaries like this coming to a screening. Right. I mean, it looked like it had won a bunch of stuff as far as like in uh, independent film festivals and stuff like that. So it it probably right. had a ways to go. It looks like it was made like. Um, in 2021, and now it's just getting uh, to the theaters, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually seen my young's other movie. Oh, really? Uh, from two, Yeah, from 2012. What I was it? it. It's called Vivette. It's a, it's a, a, a okay movie. Okay. Uh, 10 out of 10 uh, from BWBWWPJ19. <laughs> On IMDb. <laughs> 10 out of 10. This documentary is funny, sweet, inspiring, moving, and so good for the soul. I'm one of those people who rarely writes v- reviews, but I felt compelled to spread the word on this one. So see it if you can. Uh, yeah, there are not any negative reviews out here. Judy Gaskek right. on uh, Facebook recommends it and says, Marvelous film, whether you are a cat lover or not. As one of the subject's girlfriends remarked, when he sent me a picture of him with his cat... I was a goner. I recommend this film uh, without any reservations, she says. So, Ooh. Well, coming out this week is a movie that people are not satisfied about. I, I, I watched it as well. Uh, it's called Halloween Ends. Okay. Uh, it's four, year, uh, four years after their last encounter with a masked killer. Uh, Myers, Laurie Strode, and uh, uh, is living with her granddaughter and trying to finish uh, her memo- uh, memoir. Myers uh, hasn't been seen since, and Laurie has finally decided uh, to liberate herself from the rage and fear that extend her life. However, when a young man stands accused of uh, murdering a boy, he was babysitting. It ignites a seed of violence and terror that forces Laurie to confront the evil that can't be controlled. Yeah, people were not very happy about this movie. Look, uh, it has five uh, percent on IMDb, thirty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and forty-seven percent on Metacritic, and fifty-nine percent of Google. Uh, you uh, like this movie. Um, I think it was the fans were like, that were less happy about it than anybody. I mean, I, I'm i not assuming that any critic is going to go uh, uh, nuts for a Halloween movie. But the fact that the <laughs> audience didn't like it as much as they did, that's the thing that got me going, yeah. hmm, this is a little weird. Um, but it seems like they, people weren't, like you said, happy with the the story progression from the last few no. movies, right? Yeah. So I've seen I don't think I saw the last I saw one the uh not the last Halloween, but I saw the one before that. So I might watch right. this one this week actually. Yeah, so I I watched uh, Halloween and Halloween Kills and this one. Uh and the storyline is like Laurie Strode and Meyer and Michael Myers in the first two. 
and then they introduce a new character in the second in the third one mm -hmm. and i think that that's kind of the biggest problem because they have used so much of one and two mm -hmm. to like focus uh, on 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 the dynamic and the hate between like mike myers and laurie strode right and they they hardly meet in this fucking movie like like they 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 at the end yeah like for 10 minutes but but uh it, it's 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 not really an ending it's just like a uh it felt very much like a middle chapter of a movie instead of an ending of a movie uh especially with the when i would say maybe like 80 percent of this movie was like based on this new character that nobody knew about and nobody could give two shits about. Right. I I, I would give this a four, maybe. Do I it's need to watchable. watch Halloween Kills? Or can I yes. just... I do. No. Okay. So maybe yeah. I'll watch both of those this week and see what I think. Another movie that came out, Till, a true story of Mammy Till Mobley's relentless pursuit of justice for her 14-year-old son Emmett Till, who was brutally lynched in 1955 while visiting his cousins in Mississippi. So 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 79% on Metacritic. 86% of Google users liked it. Cool. Uh, also coming out this week is the guy that made Old Boy. One of my favorite directors, by the way. Uh, Park Jing-wook uh -huh. uh, comes out with a movie called a uh, it is called uh, Decision to Leave uh, in English a detective investigating a man's death in the mountains ends up uh, meeting and developing feelings for a dead man's mysterious wife and uh, in the course of uh, his dodged sleuthing mm. interesting uh, 7.3 on IMDb, 92 on Rotten Tomatoes, 9 out of 10 on IMDb, and 87%. That's very high on Google. Codename Taranga, uh, an elite spy embarks on a dangerous mission to take out a deadly terrorist in Turkey. Guess who produced this movie? Hmm, Harvey Weinstein. T-Series. Oh, of all people, one point eight out of ten on IMDb. Ooh, that's a really bad IMDb score. Fifty-two percent on uh, of <laughs> Google users. Fifty-two percent of Google users liked, and I'm not seeing any other scores than that. So, mm -hmm. sheltering season. I mean, of all titles of a movie, that's a pretty bad one. Um, yeah, what does that even for... mean? Like when I think about it, that doesn't mean anything to me when I just hear it. Yeah. Sheltering seasons, like like I I see like a cabin being closed for the winter. That's kind of like I was thinking, right? Or like hur <laughs> hurricane season or something like that. Yeah, right. I guess so, yeah, yeah. Uh, four out of four uh, out of ten on IMDb. It's about a woman in isolates in her remote home with her brother who is seeking forgiveness for the darkest moment in their fam family history. Oh my god, that sounds generic. <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, let's see. Ga Game of Love. Roy and Vivian arrive at Roy's childhood home to prepare for a series of... for a sale of the family estate. The woman arrives 
and lines are crossed as secrets from Roy's past force the couple to face aspects of their relationship. Um, mm. I'm seeing no... I'm not even seeing a Google score for this. Oh, here we go. IMDb, ah. 2.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Show. So, Oof. Not good. Oof. Not good. Uh, stars at noon. Uh, with Robert Pattinson in it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he sparkles. Uh, John C. <laughs> Riley is in it as well. Um, this is about a young American journalist stranded in a present-day Nicaragua uh, seduces an, an ethnic Englishman who seems to like her best chance of escape. She see, soon realized, though, their uh, torrid affairs has put her in more danger. Hmm. Uh, 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, 64% on Metacritic, and 72, no, 71% on Google users. I like this movie. I like it. If you go to the cast of this film, there's uh, Benny Safidi. He's just called CIA Man. That's <laughs> that's his. That's what he. He doesn't have like a name, like a character name. He's just CIA Man. Uh, CIA Man to rescue. <laughs> to the rescue. Oh, uh, yeah. What movie do you want to see the most? Honestly, Cat Daddies. I think is the one I want. I'm 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 d- gonna see Halloween Ends. And probably anyways, but I think Cat Daddies is the uh, one that I'm like, that looks super interesting. Uh, for me, it's the decision to live. I uh, I have loved all their movies, so I, okay. I, can't, I can't wait to see uh, another Park Chan-wook movie. Interesting. All right. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I, I need to put that in the back of my mind then. Yeah, it looks definitely interesting. I mean, all by such good... Yeah, that's Classical. a great movie. Yeah, yeah totally. Love Old Boy. Anyway, uh, next week we will talk news of the week, TV and movies of the week. We will do Under Pressure from Luke. Episode <laughs> two of, uh, of High School. Under Distress. <laughs> Under Distress from Luke. Uh, we will do another digital review of A Ticket to Paradise. That sounds like a filmation of a board game. Ticket to Paradise sounds like a board game. I just have a feeling John Zena's in it for some reason. I don't know why. I just get that. Do, 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 do. I get, just by the title, it makes me think, oh, this is going to have John Zena in it. I don't know. I'm so so ha- happy nothing happened in social media this week, he said. Yeah, n- there wasn't any kind of huge, gigantic, massive oh, scandals on, nothing, on different nothing platforms. I mean, I think... Well, Amaranth is on Twitch and OnlyFans, and she, you know, her stuff gets migrated to every other social media platform. Do you know what? I'm so much looking forward to getting married to her that I send her $3,000, and and I'm now complaining on Twitter (laughs) that she's married. (laughs) Did you see that? (laughs) No. People... Well, I know, I, I know there's going to be people that are like that, but... Yeah. There was this user who was like, I've used $3,000 on Amaranth. I'm so angry. She's not she's not single. I, I got her money because I thought she was single. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, like, you I, have any, any chance with that lady. 
I can't believe that the porn star didn't actually like having sex on, on the videotape that I watched. What? What? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so she's been revealed that she's married, and, uh, well, her husband, husband is a big, tremendous fucking dick. She, uh, it says she accused her husband, but really, we all saw the video of her husband being emotionally mm -hmm. abusive, forcing her to stream, yep. and, and threatening to kill her dogs and horse, is what I'm to understand, uh, as yep. well as controlling her finances and... What I'm to understand is all the passwords for all, all her social media uh, yep. platforms. Uh, Amaranth, whose real name will not say, regularly streams on Twitch playing video games in front of a camera, chatting to audiences of, of around 6 million followers. She is one of uh, the top creators on not only OnlyFans, but Twitch. Uh, she did not respond for requests for comment. Uh, but what I saw this morning, I watched a T-Channel thing about it, but she did come... Uh, people were really worried because she didn't stream for a few days after this happened, which I'm not mm. I'm not surprised. But the way yeah. that it went off air, like, her stream just cut out randomly, and then yeah. nobody heard yeah. from her, so people were really worried. Especially after seeing what uh, her husband clearly thought of all this. Talking about uh, talking about uh, uh, OnlyFans, did you see that Markiplier is uh, planning on opening? Uh, that was definitely uh, on my list of things to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, it's definitely interesting, especially since it's in. It was such a good video. It's all about the podcast space as well, which we are yeah, we are yeah. in, and so he, his yeah. whole thing is he wants to get his podcast to number one. Which I, I watch mm -hmm. his channel, his YouTube channel, occasionally. And I really like yeah, it me too. when he does stuff with uh, Bob and Wade, who are the guys who he does the podcast with. I especially mm -hmm. watch those videos he does. Sometimes I don't watch mm -hmm. all of his videos, but whenever he does a video with them, that's when it's the mm -hmm. most entertaining to me. I also like when he mm -hmm. does like product reviews and things like that. But um, I think he's been trying to like push this podcast for a while and I don't think it has done oh, as yeah. well as he wanted it to. And so now he's like mm -hmm. going all out. And so basically yeah. he said to his fans on a video, if you <laughs> I get you. my podcast to number one on <laughs> iTunes and Spotify, uh, yeah. Oh, and beat Joe Rogan specifically, I will yeah. create an only fans, which some people would be like, Oh, he's just going to put up some like silly photos on only fans. Oh, but Oh, what people don't realize is that he has a history of doing nude photos in the past for charity oh, yeah. and things like that. So he's not uh, <laughs> in any way opposed to doing it, going all out in this situation. I don't yeah, think, yeah. yeah. But uh, back to the Amrath uh, situation, sorry. I was uh, kind of, uh, I, I uh, just uh, heard I heard the word OnlyFans right. and it came to my mind. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Amaras uh, thing is uh, much, much, much worse than I was uh, thinking it could be. Like, it, it seems like a fucking nightmare to be in her situation. Where, especially with uh, how a uh, isolated she, 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 she seemed because of, uh, like, her husband having all the password to social media apps and, and well, not only that is, he was yeah. working with the team of of hers who was running all that all the social right. media stuff so when people saw her team come out and say stuff for her they were like well this could just be her husband 
uh, manipulating the team that he basically probably runs, controls, and then you hear, like, things, well, specifically where this all started is she did a 24-hour stream, and Mm -hmm. what we found out from this is that she wanted to go on vacation, and her husband forced her to do this 24-hour stream uh, so that... Uh, to allow her to go on vacation, which she could just do whenever she wanted if if this was a yeah. normal relationship, right? Um, but he was like, no, you have to do this. And not only that, we found out that he was the one keeping her from telling people that they were married. He said it's bad for business. Uh, uh, and that, I, I kind of agree with that, though. I, I kind of agree that it's bad for business. Well, I guess tell, the, the yeah. thing is, though, like people who are complaining, oh, she... She lied to us. She told us that she wasn't married. It's like that—that that wasn't really even her decision. She was being right. forced into that the whole time, and then makes you question. There's a lot of people saying, "Well, she's the har- one of the hardest working streamers out there." That's true, but was she yeah. forced to work that hard? Right. Because that's, that's like that's, slavery, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And so, like, when you start putting all those things, and then uh, thinking about like a lot of the times in these kind of emotionally abusive situations. They mm-hmm. people like this don't get divorced right away, and that's yeah. scary because like it's yeah. clear that she needs to leave the situation. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that guy needs to. Oh, I, 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 I am uh, against violence uh, in any form, right. shape, or form. Uh, but that man needs a fucking beating. Oh, do you, he can have a spanking. <laughs> yes. There's nothing wrong with a spanking. He might even like it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he did. What yeah. kind of spanking I would give him? That's for fucking sure. Yeah, a spanking with a cane. Uh, well, from one extreme to another extreme, uh, our good friend and colleague, uh, Cunning West, uh, buys a parlor. Well, he's talking uh, about He's agreed to buy, well, buy it. He hasn't actually bought it yet, right? Well, Parler said that he was going to do it, so... Yeah, I, you know, we also covered when Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter, and that hasn't happened yet, so... Um, what? It, what? It, supposedly it's going to happen, but Kanye West has agreed to buy happened? a self-styled social media platform, Parler, the company has announced. Last week, uh, the star's Twitter and Instagrams were locked. Uh, Parler is used by many U.S. conservatives, described as a free speech alternative to mainstream platforms, uh, ye, as he's known, will never have to be forced to be removed from social media again, uh, executives from the company said. Uh, did you hear the kind of dirty behind the scenes of why he's actually buying this? You know who owns no. owns this company? No. Candace no, Owens' cool. husband. Ah. And Candace Owens is oh, the yeah, person Candace, he's been palling around with. Yeah. yeah, palling around Kanye with lately. Owens. So what people are saying is that uh, she got in his ear and then got her husband there and convinced him to buy him out of this company. Because um, clearly, like this parlor, nobody's on parlor, especially since uh, tr- Trump made his social media app. Right, everybody's left that and gone to true social media because that's where all the conservatives want to see Trump talking right he's not on parlor and so parlor has become mm-hmm. like a debt wasteland like there's nobody there uh and so they're just trying to pawn it off on kanye which i think is horrible considering this is a guy who clearly is not 
mentally stable. So, what do you mean he's not <laughs> mentally stable? Whatever do you mean, Luke? The thing Can we didn't talk about last week when we were talking about everything that happened with Twitch and Instagram. Did you see the stuff that came out this week about how Fox had edited the interview? Yeah. And, like, they yeah. cut out a bunch of stuff that made him yeah. even look more racist or anti-Semitic, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that was really funny that they cut out is that he said he got vaccinated. They cut that out, mm -hmm. out of his interview. <laughs> because... You know, Fox News uh, viewers don't want to hear that he's vaccinated uh, yeah. while they're agreeing with him. Right. Yeah, it doesn't go with the narrative, as they say. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now the whole... This this week have been uh, one strange week, look, right? Well, there's legs in the metaverse, though. There's that. Oh Did you God. see that announcement? Yes, yes. <laughs> They're like, the, did you see the funny part about it is that they released this video like, look, we put, we're going to put legs in the metaverse. And they showed him like dancing around with legs in the metaverse. That was all <laughs> fake. They faked the video. Uh. <laughs> that, that technology doesn't actually exist yet. They just, <sighs> it's like that time that Elon put, uh, had that guy come out in the robot suit and pretend to be a robot. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's not, it's all, it's all not real. Like how, Think about how would you actually track legs in the metaverse? You would have to have some kind of, um, what was that thing for, uh, for Xbox that tracked your movement? That thing. Oh yeah. A connect. A connect. That's the only way yeah. you would be able to do that in VR uh, to actually track your legs and stuff like that. And it's also, that would be dangerous to be walking around and stuff with a headset on. I mean, come on, you're uh -huh. going to bang into things and yeah. Anything else happened this week, or like YouTube or anything? No. <laughs> there was the TwitchCon thing last weekend. The weekend. Oh yeah, where everybody broke their back. And yeah. that one woman, like, really. Uh, there's a porn star who's like also a Twitch uh, partner, and she like messed herself up, like literally yeah, broke I her back. It's very sad. I saw. I think it was Satoshi that had a short video about like him, her. Uh, had uh, had some operations, right? And, but that, the crazy part is they kept it going, and people even got hurt after she broke her back. It's like, yeah, they're just asking to get sued, basically. Oh, I would fucking sue them. I would sue the shit out of them. And she has a as a porn star, her job is physical, so she can prove damages in that way for sure, a hundred percent. So yeah, I guarantee you, she probably will sue them. Sorry, is there anything physical about having sex? There is some physical attributes to sexual activity, oh. yes. Oh. Speaking of physical attributes, $28 a Taco Bell was trending uh, because some guy said he spent $28 <laughs> on Taco Bell at uh -huh. uh, for lunch because is of... Is that a lot of money? Because of inflation. He was blaming inflation on it, and then people were like... I don't like, think that's a lot of money. Eh, it's a bit. Is for Taco... Because Taco Bell's super cheap, is the thing. You'd have to, like... But they... People found out his actual order, and so then Matt Stoney went and tried to eat his entire order, of course. Because that's how the internet works. <laughs> uh, and also, Matt Stoney is the best guy uh, on the internet sometimes. He's one... He's, he's, you know... He's one of those YouTubers, he doesn't 
pop in all that often, but whenever he does, it's mm-hmm. kind of for a good reason or just for fun. And there's no like drama with Matt Stoney, really. Yeah. That's uh, that's definitely true. There's some other drama with other people that I follow on YouTube, but yeah, not him. Yeah. Okay, uh, I don't have anything more interesting to talk about. Uh, no, that's it. I think we'll walk away on yeah. our on our meta le- meta legs now. <laughs> Are you telling me you don't? Uh, to To be fair, have I ever seen your legs? I have seen your torso and your head. Have I ever seen your legs? I don't. I have no idea. I'm, Probably I'm not. I mean, I... we always are at, sitting at a computer whenever we're chatting. So, yeah, I don't think I've seen your legs. Hmm. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. <laughs> Is this like the PewDiePie no legs conspiracy? Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, Luke doesn't have legs. I can confirm that I do have legs. Though. Okay. All right. Yeah. Can you confirm that away? Uh, I can. These are my. I can. That's me slapping my knee. I'm laughing because I'm slapping my knee. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, his name is Luke. Uh, my name is Fro. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.